and welcome to my Xbox and me episode three hundred and seventy and five seventy. 76? 76, 76, 76. I knew that. I knew that. Is it not 77? I don't know. Oh, it might be. I've made the I YouTube channel 76. MC Fixer alongside the one and only the return of Matt P. Matt, how are you? Hello, everybody. I'm back. And uh, every other week. Uh, uh, that's my uh, run now. Uh, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, it's not. Too much credit. Too much credit. You slow the hell down about every other week, yeah? <laughs> like... Me, what? So me and Chris have to do every, and you do every other. Well, I'm not here next week, as we just discussed, so... Sure? Do, do I tell the people why you're not here? Just go on a little last-minute cheeky holiday. Cheeky. It's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Chris. The one and only two for us, Chris. Chris, how are you? I'm good. Do you not think it's the cheek of this guy? Was you not literally? Was you not literally saying, no, I don't want to see your hands up like this is S-Club 7. Chill out, yeah? Like... Crash, do you not think the cheek of this guy? He's always on holiday. He's always away. Oh, I've got to go to this place. Oh, I've got to go to that place. Oh, life is so... I'm so important and so busy. I don't think he ever said important. Busy for sure. Important. I don't think... I don't think he ever claimed that. Maybe I read into it. Um, Maybe I read into yeah. it. Maybe. Matt, you want to clarify that? Do you the, feel like you for it? The important has always been inferred and never explicitly said, I think. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I do feel bad. I feel like I've actually really upset Crash this time. I'm sorry, Crash. Oh, you have no me. <laughs> I don't care. You do you, bro. No, that I'm what, Crash. That, that isn't what you were saying to me off the podcast. I know. He was, I know. He was I, saying, I, I know. Wait, what? He was saying to me, when he, you know when you literally <laughs> were just there? He actually DM'd me saying... I can't believe this motherfucker doesn't yeah. show up every week. I get up at five o'clock in the morning sometimes to do this podcast, and he can't even make the commitment to be here once a week. It's a really good this point. Is, this is slander, and I never said any of those things. I never DM'd any of those things. I'll open my DMs for anybody to see. I don't DM enough for that to have been said. He did. He did. Yeah. I'm telling you, he did do that. He did do that. Um, see boys, I, I, I've, got, I've got a problem. <laughs> What's that no problem? problem. Um, so, no, no, we're recording. Oh, no, we're good on that front, guys. There's no okay, problem. Okay, okay, okay. No, there's no problem there. There's a problem with... Um, I forgot to pull up the show notes, and I can't open Discord now. But I tell you what. Why don't, Matt, why don't you just host the show? Holy shit, everybody. Ooh. Welcome to my Xbox and me. It's episode who knows what. And we want to give a shout out to our Patreon producers, Aaron Guard and FNH Paul. They keep the lights on. And we appreciate the hell out of them. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by heading over to the MC Fixer Patreon, supporting at any level. You get to watch the show live. You get to see all the nonsense that goes on. No, you don't actually get to see the nonsense that goes on behind forehand. Sometimes you do, because sometimes I accidentally send us live early. That's a little treat for you. This week, topic of the show microsoft launches a website for its activision blizzard acquisition basically telling everybody to shut the hell up and let us buy a company <laughs> is that actually what it says i haven't read the no, week no, no, read no, no, verbatim, verbatim. that's what phil phil Spencer specifically says that <laughs> yeah that's quote quote no uh basically they've launched a little mini website obviously we're not going to read the whole thing because that would be mental but a couple of choice sections from it says that players and developers are at the center of xbox we want to enable people to play games anywhere anytime on any device and developers deserve more options to build distribute and monetize their games when we do this we all win that's why we're sharing more 
on the industry and how our acquisition of Activision Blizzard fits into the gaming strategy. So basically, it's basically like a look at their what they envision gaming to be in the next few years. Something that interested me about it a lot was that they mentioned mobile gaming so very much in this thing. <laughs> Crash, have you read the whole website or not? I've read a good amount of it. Yeah, they do. It, it is very like... It's very... I'm going to say it's kind of underhanded to mention the mobile gaming aspect because the, the purpose of that to me and the way I read it, and you can say if you don't read it the same, but the purpose to me is that like Activision Blizzard is small fry. Mobile gaming is huge and it's bigger than all of console and PC gaming combined and all that. So it's like, why are you guys going to stop us from buying Activision Blizzard? It's not going to hit a debt in this. Just let us buy it. It's okay. So play devil's advocate. Uh, to, to play devil's advocate, they are a hundred percent right. If this was, oh crap, Tencent. Tencent are the ones that have a lot of uh, mobile games, right? Yeah. If this was Tencent buying Activision, I don't think People there'd be a problem be here. No, 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 no. I, I, no, I don't. I don't think there'd be a problem here from PlayStation. Xbox, Nintendo, uh, because of the this, and that's the that is where the conversation is right now. The reason why, not only one of the many reasons why people are annoyed by this, is mainly because PlayStation are the industry leaders, and Xbox are taking something away. Not not all the way, but but probably eventually, we're saying the next ten years are taking something away from X, uh, PlayStation players, right? But if Tencent yeah. were to do the same thing. And they turn all these franchises into just mobile titles. I don't think we'd have the same argument going on right now. And I do think Xbox make a great point there in the article then, which is, look, ultimately, we're not the big dogs here. Every time I every time I see I see anything come out about this, I think Xbox are on the winning formula of, we're not the industry leaders. We don't sell the most consoles. We don't sell the most games. We don't sell. We even look at us compared to mobile. We don't sell the most. How comes you're going to try and take this away from us when we're not even number one? There's that's exactly... A, sorry, go on, Crash. There's a problem with the Tencent comparison, and that's because Tencent puts out games on console as well. Yeah, but I'm saying... But, I'm, for, but the, it, for the sake of my work. argument... I know, yeah, but but this, I, know, I know it doesn't, but for the sake of my argument, okay, they say, okay, they, say they buy Activision and they only put them games out on... Mobile and Stadia, rest in peace. But uh Lunar and like you, places like that, but not on Xbox and PlayStation. Let's just say. Yeah, but you said there would be a reaction, and I don't think there would be a reaction because people wouldn't expect there wouldn't be the same type of reaction because people wouldn't expect the games to go console uh, exclusive to mobile. A and B, there would be a really big reaction if Tencent were to buy Activision. I don't think there would also... be a reaction. I think there wouldn't be as much of a reaction to stop them. I don't. I don't think there wouldn't be a reaction. So you're talking about and from Sony. Insert, insert, insert game company here. No, I'm talking about from Sony or Xbox or Nintendo. I feel like there wouldn't be as much of a reaction. I don't think Xbox would go up against. Forget Tencent. Let's just insert, insert company here who decides to buy Activision and only wants to put their games out on other platforms other than PlayStation and Xbox. I think people would be upset. One hundred percent. I think people would be annoyed on Twitter. I don't think people would be flying to different countries and going to different congresses to make this thing not happen. I disagree. Okay. I think I think every single company would. I think both. First of all, Nintendo doesn't really 
the main game at question here is Call of Duty. That's the reason this whole thing's really being done. It's not for anything else that Activision really owns. Call of Duty is the main argument. I think we can all agree on that, right? From PlayStation's point of view, I don't from think PlayStation points. I don't of think view. it is from Xbox's point of view of buying the company. I think they no, are very not. much. I think they are very much interested in the whole portfolio of Activision, not just Call of Duty. And I think PlayStation are only upset and frustrated and annoyed and acting like big babies over certain aspects of this deal. Yeah, I said it because Ooh. of only Call of Duty. They don't give a crap about Crash Team Racing or Crash Bandicoot, or Spyro, or in Candy Crush. I don't give they give a rat's ass about those two. But uh, those those IPs I just mentioned, Tony Hawk, the list goes on. They care about Call of Duty, and that is it. Very quickly. So, yes. to go back to something you were saying earlier about Tencent, you said maybe that's not a fair thing to bring up, whatever. They, they called Tencent out specifically in this website, right? Yeah. So they say... Yeah. Um, more competition in mobile where a couple of big players dominate, this will allow us to compete with Tencent, essentially. And so it's not ridiculous to bring up Tencent by any means. And and like you say, they're literally uh, the, saying we want to compete with Tencent. The way Fix was bringing it up wasn't sort of like competition well, with Tencent. It wasn't the sure. same thing. Fix was saying if Tencent were to buy them, that's what I was saying. Yeah, 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 right I, to bring I, up I Tencent. Whatever, I agree. Way, whatever way makes me sound better in this argument, to be honest, is how I was trying to say it. <laughs> Not it. My bad. I misinterpreted. My you did. Bad. You did. That's okay. I'm going to allow it. That kind of leads into, I'm, I'm surprised at how pointed all of this is, right? Like, they bring up Nintendo and PlayStation several times throughout. Like, they say that yeah. this acquisition will still leave Nintendo and PlayStation as bigger players in this space. Um, and so, and they say, uh, more games on more devices, including Xbox, PlayStation, phones, and online. Um, so, I just want to say then, reading into that, we could assume that no Activision game would become exclusive. From that no, statement, I no, don't know about that. No, this is <laughs> well, where, this is where the PR incorrect. plays. No, that's no, exactly no, that's no, what no, I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. You can't say incorrect. It's not incorrect. It's not. It's incorrect. a sleight of hand. It's a sleight of hand. There's a dip. A magician is only good at sleight of hand. They don't actually do magic. No, you're right. You're correct. It's not. It's not. Xbox PR you're team. You're correct. Right here. Look, look. Let me tell you. I will call out. I will call out PR when it's there. I bullshit PR. I will call it out with a giant stab. This is the most bullshit PR ever. Yeah. Like what they're trying to That's do, and and ultimately, it's such a it's smart because they can they can pretend to be the good guys in a move that ultimately is gonna make them the number one. One, it's got a big push of making them the number yeah. one console in, in, in America has to not not according to Xbox yeah that, that's just <laughs> like I, I, no, 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 I, I absolutely <laughs> agree my whole thing with this this article is a lot of it is that where I don't disagree with it personally 100% me personally I'd rather Xbox get Activision I think it makes my life so much easier all that stuff coming to Game Pass, everything that could possibly come to Game Pass, World of Warcraft subscription, whatever else you want to throw into it that could come to Game Pass. Great. I would love it. But to me, this reads like it is a PR stunt to the same degree that Sony's doing PR stunts. Only Sony's just like just Sony is doing such a poor job of being the good guy in this situation. Sony are never the good guy. I don't know oh, why people... Not. I've never... None of these companies are good guys, just so yeah. I'm fully aware in saying this. But for the sake of the conversation we're having here, 
People have always positioned Sony as the good guy. Oh my god, look what Sony are doing. Back when the PS4 launched, look how much... Oh, sorry, my plants my plants need watering. My phone alarm is going off. I do apologise. Um... They've That's always positioned themselves. They do. They they've always positioned themselves as like the good guy, but they always make the fatal mistake of when they start to win, they become the arrogant guy and the chauvinistic guy. Maybe not chauvinistic, but you understand what I'm trying to say here in terms of yeah, like yeah, yeah. they become the horrible big brother. Like your big brother loves you. He cares. Oh my god, yeah. he's taking me to the park. And as soon as he sees a pretty girl, he's like, "Go over there and leave me alone." There's a pretty girl there. That is PlayStation yeah. in this scenario. Well, when did those conversations start really happening? When Xbox said, oh, you guys want an offline console? Go play 360, right? Oh, yes. When the Xbox One. Yeah. Look, we don't, it's, hey, it's, it's hey, a big hey, circle. Hey, you know it's, hey, it's a big circle. I told you. I covered Xbox through those dark days. And we don't talk about them, okay? We don't talk about them here. At my Xbox and me, we don't talk about the Xbox One launch Ever, all right? Ever. Fair I think enough. the main takeaway from this whole thing is that mobile's the bad guy. Down with Tencent. <laughs> Cloud well, gaming is the future. So they brought up Tencent in another area where they said, uh, we are looking to expand our portfolio in exactly the same way. Well, they didn't say exactly, but in the same way that PlayStation and Tencent have been acquiring companies to expand their franchises and portfolio, which I thought was an interesting little like, eh. The argument to that is that neither of them acquired Act are trying to acquire Activision. Of course, of course. But Xbox yeah. is going. They're, they they're, they're playing it in a fantastic way. Xbox yeah. oh. is doing it in a fantastic way, a masterclass way at it. Every <laughs> single statement they get from is like, "Hey, let us let us be competitive. Let's have some competition." I want everyone to understand that if this deal goes through, and I do, I do believe, if I had to put my money on it right now, take all my money out of my bank and put it on the line. I believe this deal does go through. Yes, I, I I do believe it will go through. But we will not see another deal like it afterwards. Do not expect to see another Bethesda slash Activision deal again from Microsoft. I don't think it happens. Who else would it be? It would be UB. UB, EA, yeah. 2K. Uh, Epic. I, to be no. honest with you, probably in price, but not in IP. Epic. Yes. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agree. Um. And even like even a Square Enix, I don't think would be big enough. Yeah. Um. That it would make a splash. Do you know how they fix all this? Just go buy Square Enix PlayStation. You already love each other. You already kiss each other. You already hug each other. You already do weird exclusive time things that makes me lose pizza bets. Just go and do it, alright? I ain't got time for this rubbish. Just Only let doesn't me know. Because they already got it. They got the benefits of being exclusive without being exclusive. Every guy's dream. <laughs> True, true. Good shit. Uh, there are two other little pieces that I wanted to pull out of this. One of them, super throwaway. Um, we can extend the joy of playing on devices. The ah, sorry, we can extend the joy of playing to devices that people already own, including smart TVs. Fucking do it and laptops. I already did. Which it. I thought. I know, I know, but do it. Laptops are already. I'm TVs. pretty sure laptops are a thing as well. You could already stream to. No, no, I. I, well, I, I mean think that's what you're saying. Is, make yeah. it non-exclusive to Samsung TVs, please. Oh, got it. Okay, okay, okay. They didn't say think... including Samsung TVs. They said including no, smart because TVs. that's the that's the sleight of hand here. Yeah, which is sure we already yeah. have a deal with Samsung that allows us to say we bring our games to all smart TVs. 
Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. Yeah. The more important bit of this, uh, the next paragraph down, is we've heard that this deal might take franchises like Call of Duty away from places where people are currently playing them. That's why. As we've said before, we are committed to making the same version of Call of Duty available on PlayStation the same day the game launches elsewhere. We will continue to enable people to play with each other across platforms and across devices. We know that players benefit from this approach because we've already done it with Minecraft, which continues to be available on multiple platforms and has expanded to even more since Mojang joined Microsoft in 2014. Go on, Crash. What about Bethesda games? I think do you we're know not what? talking about Bethesda games crash. <laughs> Again, another. Let me tell you, Masterclass. Let me, let, let me tell you, if Xbox have had this ten-year vision since Phil came in, right, and they were like, "All right, this is what we're gonna do." Kids, sit down, get your whiteboards ready. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna buy a Mojang, right, which is Minecraft. We're gonna spend all this money, and everyone goes. Boy, that's a lot of money for one IP. In the end, it isn't. They make their money back because they're like, what we're going to do is we're going to leave that on every console, which is going to give us great PR. If this is how they thought, by the way. This is crazy. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go what Bethesda. We already have a great working relationship with them. But what we're going to do with them is we're going to bring them in-house. So it's like, oh, that, that sucks. But then what we're going to do is we're going to buy Activision. And when people get pissy, we're going to go, no, 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 no. We Look. Look what we did with Minecraft, everybody. Look what we did with Minecraft. We let you keep Minecraft. We're going to do the same here. That's PR genius, Crash. Gen the way they have just been able to go, but look, we have, a, we have a prime example of what we did when we gobbled up another company. And look how well it's worked out for everybody. It's so genius. Yeah. <laughs> honestly like because it, it's very hard to like actually argue against it other than saying it's pr bs because it's everything they're saying is technically true there's no there's nothing wrong there's no lies being told we want to bring games to xbox devices we want to bring games to pc devices we want to bring games to mobile devices we want to bring games to t uh, to laptops we want to bring games to to everything even and if they, they have, say sorry go on even when they say we want to bring games to PlayStation, when it comes down to that, it's like, yeah, just let us have Game Pass on there. And then all of a sudden PlayStation says no. And that's like, we wanted to bring games we to them. We wanted to they do said it. No. Good point you bring up, Crash. The next sentence straight after that. We plan to extend our gaming storefronts across new devices and platforms to make sure that we do so in a manner that protects the ability of developers to choose how they want to distribute their games. AKA well, bring the, AKA, well bring, <laughs> oh, AKA well bring Game Pass to any device that will let us. They ain't letting us on Switch. And they sure as hell nope. ain't letting us on PlayStation. So we tried, everyone. I guess you have to keep buying an Xbox or play on PC to get the best, uh, to enjoy the best way of playing our games. And if you're mad, PlayStation doesn't have Call of Duty, you should really talk to uh, the heads of PlayStation right now and tell them to stop going on as many trips as can, they were. Know, if we have to predict the future, yeah? This is... Yeah. This goes through. PlayStation get Call of Duty for the next three to five years. After that, it goes exclusive, right? And then we have the PR nightmare of 
Yeah, but we tried. We tried to bring it to we tried to bring it to PlayStation and Nintendo, but it just wouldn't allow us to. And that's gonna be the PR the, the headline that we see. PlayStation wouldn't allow us to bring Call of Duty because you were to bring it in your way, which I think is PR I, genius. I think there's fully hundred percent a possibility that the games don't become exclusive. Call of Duty does not become exclusive. I think that is a hundred percent a possibility. And Microsoft could just be like, well, we're planning to have a better cut or a deal, whatever we want with Sony. And it doesn't involve Game Pass. But the fact is that is always a possibility here. And Microsoft always has an out to say like, we tried, they just didn't want to deal with us. Yeah, because what's the, the PlayStation store right now between publisher and developer? Um, I think it's like 30% like or something 30, like that. percent right? They could yeah. come in and just be like, yeah, we want 50-50. Well, they would want... No. So they 30% get to Sony? Yeah, 30% to Sony. Sony doesn't we take want, 70%. We want 80-20. Yeah. yeah. We want 90-10. Yeah, which is huge. Because like, you're not only talking about the game sales, then you're also talking about microtransactions and whenever anybody buys anything on that store. And that makes a lot of money where they're like, we just want a better cut of that. Even if they were to say twenty five seventy five, like that's still with the amount of money that makes that's huge. Oh, it's ridiculous! That's a yeah, ridiculous yeah, yeah. amount of money that that Sony would be getting cut out of, and Microsoft would be getting. Hmm. So, what do you make of Jim Ryan flying out to Europe to uh, complain? He's doing what he's supposed to be doing right now. I, I don't think that's just his decision for him to fly out. Yeah, hundred percent. Hilarious. Think it's hilarious. I, uh, here's. Here's what I will say. I, a lot of people have been giving him shit for it. If they were ever to like try and fight Call of Activision being bought, this is what they have to do, and this is how they do it. There's no other way for them to like try and stop this. But do you not think this just opens a can of worms for anything that they try to buy in the future? From Sony? No, because yeah. they're not Activision. Like I, I think the big part of this... No, because Square Enix isn't Activision. Square Enix is not remotely as big as Activision. I think when you look at it, it's the size of Activision that is the reason that people are even willing to look at this. Because people didn't look at Bethesda, even though people complained about Bethesda and all this talk happened with it. True. But Activision is huge. It's ridiculously huge. I also think, like, from a sort of mainstreamy, you know, average gamer point of view it's call of duty and so like the only other thing i could think that would have a similar impact would be ea if and fifa um and 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 then you'd have a similar sort of argument maybe but um yeah i I, hopefully we've made this very boring website slightly more entertaining for you but it is worth going and having a look and trying to read between the lines of some of this stuff because it is quite funny um but i think crash described it best a couple of weeks ago where it feels like kids on a playground having to go at each other at this point you know okay all right well you're a host matt so you have to keep moving oh shit am i i forgot (laughs) (laughs) i forgot as well you come for a well-produced podcast i was like this is the perfect point we've kind of stopped fix pick it up let's go sorry for that um (laughs) uh it says to check the podcast reviews next nah don't bother we don't all right screw it uh what's in your box fixer i haven't been playing anything i've been playing more fifa 23 um I still struggle, still struggling with it. It's a great game, don't get me wrong, but I'm just very bad at it. 
like I'm having to play five defenders. For people who care about FIFA, they're going to care about this. There isn't many of you who listen to this podcast, so you don't give a crap. Uh, haven't had a chance to check out career mode yet because we did only record on Sunday and it's only Tuesday now, so we've not had a long period of time uh, away from the podcast, so I didn't have a, ch- a chance to check that out just yet. Um, I've been watching Hayley play Dream Dreamlight Valley a ton, like a ton, a ton. She's still playing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's still off. playing. Oh, really? Yeah, she's still yeah. playing. Um, she's still it could easily it. get back in. Yeah, she still wants but, um, to. She's still she's still gonna come on the podcast at some point to review it. I think I don't know when. Again, it's more just a fun thing for the audience at this point. It's not for a real review. Um, she keeps saying, "I've not played enough to." I'm like, "You've put a hundred hours in by now." Like she's like, "Yeah, but I've not played enough." And I'm like, "I don't think you realize that people just want to hear you say, yeah, it's fun.' <laughs> like move on." Um, but sure, whatever. But yeah, that's all I've been planning this week, Matt. Is uh, Fever Twenty Three to be honest with you? Are you are you planning on jumping into the career mode or just? Yeah, Ultimate I'm a career mode player. No, 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 no. I'm a career mode player. I prefer career mode, pro clubs, uh, manager manager career mode as well. Those are the modes that I prefer to play over Ultimate Team. I jumped into Ultimate Team this year. It is Like I said last week, it is way more friendly for new players, more than it ever has been. It feels the least amount of money grabby at, at you um, in a Ultimate Team that I've played. In I've, I've been playing Ultimate Team since on my account. It says what year you started playing Ultimate Team. I'm an Ultimate Team founder. Um yeah, I played I played when it very first started. But yeah, okay. I um yeah, I I I do think this is the first year that I've been like I don't have to put money in to get a decent team. They done a great job of giving you decent packs to open. Like I was saying last week, you've got the moment stars this year, which teaches you the mechanics of the game that gets you packs. There's just a lot there for a, a new person to Ultimate Team, to be honest with you. Stuff. Glad you're enjoying it. Crash, what are you playing? Um, since Sunday, the only thing I've really played more of is Deathloop. And mm. boy, when you get more into that game, that game just gets more fun as you unlock more of the toys and you start sort of figuring out the puzzle. Um, I will say, I do remember when we last talked about it, both of you mentioned the reading bits. Um, for the reading bits, uh, if you, whenever you back out of it, it gives you a very nice little summary that isn't nearly as much to read. Um, it doesn't read it to you or anything like that, but it is a good little bit that gives you all the important information so you don't have to read the long pages and oh, all that shit. stuff. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that would make it better. Obviously, they're still reading and I don't want to assume if that would work for you guys or if that's enough. But that is there. Um, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying Deathloop. Um, I can see why it was uh, in so many people's game of the year categories last year. Um, I think it's probably up there for me this year as far as stuff that I've played. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Other than that, I haven't really played anything because we talked about everything on Sunday. It is. What about you? I have been still putting time into Grounded. Just so much time into Grounded and not for work anymore. I'm just playing the shit out of Grounded. And it's really good. I want to point out now, when we ended the pot, the, the stream, the grounded stream, that was like, this is it. I'm probably never going to play this game again because I put so much time into it. And I would get on this podcast and Matt P's still playing grounded. I know. I know. You know what? I could even, when I was saying it out loud, I felt like it was a lie. You know? It's one of those. <laughs> Have you finished really the story, Mojo? No, God, no. No. 
No, there's so much to do. Interesting. I'm. Oh, I have dropped it now to the lowest difficulty because I was like, I uh, not having fun with this on medium. It's hard. Interesting. Although, so like I said on stream, yes, and like I said on stream, yeah, playing multiplayer, everything gets more health, but you could just like gang up yeah. on shit and essentially stun lock shit, and so it makes life so much easier. That game um, to me does yeah. not seem appealing solo at all. Oh, I like it. I respect it. I, like it. I respect it. I respect the fact that you like it. But okay, so how is how is the story? Like, obviously, ultimately, we were all hoping for a fun. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids storyline with, at least I'll speak for myself, with like, I was hoping for some cutscenes and some story development and things like that. Is that eventually, is that there now or is it not? Like, because from what we, I know I didn't get to play much when we were there and we were at the super at the opening, right? But it did just still feel like an open world um, survival game with a little bit of dialogue in the background. Like it didn't feel very fleshed out still. Yeah, I think, I think part of its uh, like potential problem for some people is that there's there's so much like you're always just on the cusp of getting the next thing that's gonna like you smash the next harder rock to smash which is gonna let you upgrade your gear that it's very easy to get distracted from that story um and and sometimes it's a necessity to be distracted from that story so basically the way it works is when it drops you in it tells you to go somewhere once you go to that place it unlocks I think five other areas that it wants you to go through. And those areas are well thought out. Or I've only done one, so it's hard for me to say, but I've also done guides for the others. So I kind of know, but they're well thought out like mini levels that each have their own challenges to, to do and overcome and navigate. Um, that kind of feel a little bit separate, like from the rest of the game. Like you have to gear yourself up. You have to have enough food to get in there and get out. Like you're going to spend a lot of time in there. And they all have a boss as well at the end of it. Um, and and then after you complete each of those areas, you get a cutscene that uh, kind of develops that story. Um, and okay. so, yeah, it, it, I think it's there. Like, it, it, the problem is, like, I've done one of those, um, one of those areas. And, and now I feel like I'm really needing to gear myself up for the next one. And that's taking a lot of time. Yeah, well, um, it's a survival game at the end of the day. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think the the pacing, maybe because I'm shit, but the pacing of the game is like kind of hurt by that, right? Um, I think that's what happens I, when you develop a game in early access that it's a survival game first and then a story on top of it, right? I, I assume. Sorry, Crush. I, I think because Raft does something similar where it has like a story and an exploration bit and the survival bit and it's all like tied together i think that is how the games are made to be played and i yeah. also don't think they're made to be played in solo well you can play in solo i think you also do yourself a disservice by playing it in true. solo um and going off of the beaten path and upgrading getting like lost in the survival aspects i think is by design yeah um so i don't know if i would necessarily like take away or dock stuff from the game not saying that you were uh, no, but, yeah, I, I understand that. And and like I say, when it unlocks these kind of like five areas, it's like, hey, you can do these in any order. I get the feeling that it, it doesn't want me to do them in any order. I have a feeling like there's one I'm supposed to go to next, but I don't know which one that is. Basically, I've tried to go to a couple and got my ass so clearly 
handed to me <laughs> by sometimes just the environment. There's one that's like by a barbecue that's spilled over, and as soon as you step foot on it, you burn to death. And so, yeah, like, I'm like, okay, clearly I'm not you. supposed to be here. Yeah. Exactly. And and so, yeah, I don't know. I just need to put more time into it, but I've already put so much time into it. Is it up there for longer game of the years this year? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, and, and I came back to, and I'm sure we've had this question many, uh, conversation many times on the podcast. People are probably annoyed with it. Can it, can it qualify? Because it's yeah, a 1.0 release yeah, this 1. year. It's a 1.0, 100%. It can qualify for my game of the year, but not necessarily Xbox, my no, Xbox and me's game of the year. My Xbox and me game Xbox of the year as well. It's a one, it's a one, yeah, it's a 1.0. It's, 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 to me, it's this, not, is, this is the, finally the release, right? This is it. I think yeah, the last time we had this conversation was around Deathloop, and that's different because it's different. Well, Deathloop. Was on that's the, Deathloop and Hades were on other platforms before they came to Xbox. The so doing game. it, okay. yeah. Um, in that case, maybe I, I'm, I'm going to have to actually start. We've joked all year this year about how our top ten lists are going to be weak source, um, and I feel like maybe that's turning around slightly. It's, no, it's and been I'm a bad year. Have to put some thought in. I know I get called out when I say this all the time. It's been a bad year. I'm literally looking at games like obviously we're in the tenth month here, and I'm like, okay. I'm looking at games right now, and I'm like, okay, games I need to beat. You've heard me say it already on the podcast. Tiny Tina, Saints Row, like games that I'm, I was interested in. Even still, nothing has come out that I, for me, personally, I'm not into indie games too much. has to be a really fun Road 96 indie game if it's going to get me, right? Um, okay. Oh, I was playing something. Oh, I played, a dust, I played Dustfall as Dustfalls. I played more of I that. I played a little bit more of it as well. I played more of that. Um, but yeah, so like that game's one hundred percent in my game of the year list. Like one hundred percent, haven't beat it yet, but it's a hundred percent in my game of the year list. But if a Telltale game came out this year, and I'm talking any Telltale game, I think I'd pick it over that, just because of how jarring the art style is. The story is actually probably better in a Dustfall, hence why I'm still playing. Um, I've, I'm through book one now. I'm on to book two. And there's a there's a very interesting story there that I'm like, okay, I want to see this through. But I'm also playing it with my Twitch chat, which is a hell of a lot more fun when people yeah. are annoying you when they're making decisions that is like, why would you do that? But yeah, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to change the subject altogether. No, no, now, no. Which no. I did. But um, yeah, I, I'm looking at my game of the year list and I'm, I'm, I'm still sat there going, weak year. Like, okay, a game that usually makes my top 10 no matter what, NBA 2K23. From a basketball game perspective, yes. For me and my enjoyment this year, absolutely not. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been I, playing I, one of the... Oh, sorry, go on, Crash. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say I've been playing one more game. Um, and I, I think maybe it's a Crash game, but I don't know. Um, it's called Proteus. It's just come to Game Pass. It is as if they made Doom 1... But today, it's really fucking good. And the art style is really cool. It looks like Doom 1, but shiny and nice. It's really difficult to explain. It's called Proteus. P-R-O-D-E-U-S, I believe. Just come to Game Pass. Oh, yeah, Game Preview. It's a Game Preview game. You're right. It is a Game Preview game. Watch a trailer. If it looks interesting to you, it is exactly what the trailer makes it look like. Go for it. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Interesting. What was you gonna say, Grush? I don't think this is a me game. Is what uh, I will say about okay. that. Yeah, yeah, I've not not a big Doom guy. Oh, okay. um, I don't know why I'm with. 
I do think that this year was uh, is a little bit of a, a weaker year. I do think a lot of stuff got delayed into next year. Um, I, I do think that it looks like it'll end on a pretty solid bit. I don't think it'll end as, as strong as it started because I do think we had a strong start to the year, especially when you're looking outside of just what came to Xbox. But even if you're looking at what came to Xbox, you have Elden Ring, um, which that alone, I feel like for the first three months, was a hot enough topic to say that like it is a good start to the year. Fix yeah. doesn't agree, but fix is fixed. No, no, so no, 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 gonna... no, no, no. I do it. I no, no. I do a hundred percent agree. Yes, I played. Remember, I played Elden Ring. I did play yeah, Elden Ring. You did play it. True. I, I did play Elden Ring. I just, it's just not a me game. So yeah, it's hard I will... for me. To, I understand why. It, look, it's gonna win game of the year. We all know it's gonna win game of the year. Like the, there's nothing that's coming out this year unless Call of Duty comes out again. And blows all three of us away, which it'll have like really. It would have to be better than I think the first Call of Duty, at least for me. Does Warzone Two count as a different entry? Yes, into the list. Yes, it will be a yeah. different entry. But oh, Emily, that's not beating. That's not beating Elden Ring. That's not even beating Elden Ring for me. Really? Yeah, because yeah, because again, I I um, it, my personal list different, but objectively. There's yeah, nothing okay, Call of Duty is doing. There's nothing Warzone or Call of Duty. Again, the story mode for Call of Duty is a different story because if that story really really attaches itself to me and I really enjoy it, then that's totally different where Elden Ring doesn't have that for me because I don't enjoy the way the story is told in a game like that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking I'm looking back at Dying Light 2. I started playing that again on PC because um, I was like, did I not give this game a fair shake? Like, mm. I... I, I I, we played it when it first came out. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. It just wasn't, it wasn't doing much for me. But then like, I went, I went back and I was, I played it for a little bit for a video. I was shooting something for, for some, for something I was doing. And I was like, huh, maybe I should start this again and actually give it a fair shake because I don't feel like I did, but I feel like that game in co-op will probably be so much more fun. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, did you get to the second area of Dying Light 2? Um, mm. Don't think so. They're like skyscrapers and you're like in a big city. Yeah, I think I did. Okay. That's when yeah. it fell apart for me. Because I was like, oh, you've made it really, really difficult to do the fun bit of this game, which is the free running. See, I don't enjoy the free running. Yeah, well, there we go. To each their own. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you should go back. Maybe you should go back. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. I feel like... The next game on my list is Saints Row, and I've been putting it off and putting it off because it's that game and Tiny Tina are both games that I want to play co-op. They are games that are designed to be played. Maybe Saints Row is not, but Tiny Tina is designed to be played co-op. So I need to just carve out a weekend or something just to put a stupid amount of hours into it. You know? So you skip them both. I can't. I won't even have a top 10 list. <laughs> have you played Tiny Tina? Yeah, I have. Oh. I've told you I've played it several times. And you really you didn't like it? Is that bad? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's worse than Borderlands 3. I enjoy Borderlands 3. It's not like a crazy amazing game, but oh, okay. But wow! But the DLC was—you'll so see when you play it. The DLC was amazing. I was—I uh, really like the DLC. The DLC is my favorite Borderlands thing ever. 
Um, this feels like they took the DLC and sucked all the soul out of it. If you're watching on the YouTubes or anywhere, just, like get into the Discord and let us know some games that you think we need to play before the end of the year. Because uh, last year, I agree with that. Last year, Cookie Man and, and and other people as well, but mentioned like stuff like the Forgotten City, which had totally passed me by. That ended up becoming one of my favorite games of the year. Um, and so I, we need we need that kind of thing from you guys. I already know what Origin Cookie Man's number one recommendation is going to be, and that is oh. Immortality. Uh, oh. That is the game that has like live action segments in it. Where yeah, it's it's like, from the guys who made Ten yeah, Lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah. I just want to point out, I mentioned this game to Fix and Fix said I will play it for the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Is it on Game Pass? <laughs> he doesn't remember what, what it is. What was it that? is on Game Pass, I believe. Yeah. Is it on Game it Pass? Is. It might not what, be called Mortality. I forgot what it's, it's called exactly. Um, sure I don't know if it's on PC. I'm pretty sure you're right. I don't know I'm, what it's called. I need to know what it's called. Let me download I'm pretty it sure it's Immortality. Pretty sure it's Immortality. I can't spell it. Um, yeah, that's fair. Immortality. So let yeah. us know in the Discord, I in the YouTube comments, stuff you want us to play. Before Do you find a fix? I think so. I think I have. I'm trying... I'm looking... It looks like, like oh! if you see a picture of it, it'll look like a movie or something like that. Hmm. With the... Hmm. Okay. This all, I will I will say this. I have not played this game because this is like a thousand percent not my type of game. Uh, the only way I will play this game is if Matt or Fix say that like this is a must play for game of the year. I've got a problem. Uh -oh. My yeah. Game Pass will not let me download. I'm trying to download it right now. I found it on PC Game Pass. Does anyone ever find PC Game Pass to be a bit? Yeah, it's not consistent. It's not oh, consistent. It's not great. Don't worry. I'm not signed in. Sick. There you go. There you go. That's on Why? you. Why am I not signed in? <laughs> I'm downloading Immortality right now as we speak. Well, Fix, you better head to your dashboard so you can sign in while we head into this week's dashboard. That's hosting a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. New cyberpunk <laughs> projects announced. <laughs> Thank you, Crash. Thanks for the round of I see why I host a podcast. I see why I host it every week. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair in Matt's defense... He wasn't supposed to be hosting today. He wasn't in the right mental state. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> the right <laughs> mental state. You know? for it. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're uh, right. Go on, go on, go on. I apologize. Go on. Uh, Crash's uh, clapping wasn't getting picked up because of the noise gate, and that upsets me. But just know, That's everybody, fine. he was clapping. Uh, new Cyberpunk projects announced. I don't know what this is, and Crash, you've put a, an abysmal amount of information here in the thing. A new IP, IP codenamed... Hadar? You you want me to cover this part? Yes. yes. Do it. Go for it. Okay, so the first thing up, up front is Hadar. That's a completely new IP. Uh, one of the big things for them is that they want to have three main IPs in production. Cyberpunk, Witcher, and Hadar. Nothing about it. Nothing known. It's like in really early stages. It's not even, to their words, it's not technically a game yet. They're still like in early like world building stages and stuff like that for that game. Just didn't want Up to next... Question what? quickly. Just didn't want to get leaked. Is that, is that what's going on there? I think they're just being very open and very upfront about everything they're working on, which we saw that with Cyberpunk. I don't know if it's the right move, but power No, to it's them. not the right move. That's exactly what I was going to say. How did they not learn a lesson from Cyberpunk and go, oh, be shit, fair. we should get this locked down before we start telling people about stuff? And to be as fair, long, they said much. But. As long as they don't start showing gameplay and like, here's all the features we're going to have, I think they'll be in a fine situation. <laughs> Uh, one of the things they did talk about, which I think is better for that, is A, they mentioned a new engine, and I'm pretty sure some of these 
games are also being made in Unreal Engine uh, 5, where I do know um, some of the problems with Cyberpunk was the engine they were working on, as well as some of the problems that uh, Witcher 3 had, which I think sometimes people forget that Witcher 3 had its own fair share of issues when that came out. Um, That's true. That's true. Yeah. So they did they did have engine talk, a new engine talk as well. The other thing is Project Cyrus, which is a Witcher project. Um, I think this one, this one is being outsourced by a developer. I think this one's supposed to be a multiplayer Witcher type game. Um, I'm going to call it right now that it's going to be a monster a monster hunter type game. I don't know if that's what it's gonna be. That, that would be my be, prediction for it. That would be I was, yeah. Both me and Fixer made the same face of disappointment when you started that sentence, and by the time you were done, we were both yeah, fucking in. They have not announced what that is. I would assume that it is a um, oh, well, what's it called? A mod- I I want it to be a monster hunter type thing because it makes so much sense. If it's uh, not, we can all blame you. Yes. Go ahead, I, need, I need to ask a serious question. Uh oh. Yeah. And yeah, I'm derailing. I know. I apologize. Love it. Do I download Nino Kuni two remaster? Or do I download Persona 5 Royal? I Persona cannot play Royal. both. Persona 5 Royal. Nino Kuni 2 is not a good game, and Nino Kuni 1 is very dated. Persona 5 Nino Royal. Kuni, it's Nino Kuni Remastered. You said Nino Kuni 2 Remastered. Oh, I meant Nino Kuni, Nino Kuni That game hasn't aged super well. I do think that... <clears throat> looks beautiful. Excuse me. It's a fan- beautiful game, fantastic game. It hasn't aged well in gameplay perspectives. I don't think it would hold you long enough for you to like really get into it. Is my okay. thing. That's 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 me done. Okay, I apologize. Yeah. Um. Then there's Project Polaris, which is the sequel, or not really a sequel to Witcher Three, because that's not how those games work. But it's the start of a new saga and a new trilogy. Um. I think there's a six-year plan for this trilogy. I don't know if that. The wording was kind of weird with it. I don't know if it means six years between games or six years overall. Um, and then there's I'll Project six years overall. Sorry. Uh, Project Canis Majoris, which is a new story-driven Witcher open-world RPG being developed. Uh, I want to point out that Sy- Sirius and uh, this Witcher game both not being developed by CD Project Well, uh, CD Project Well, uh, CD Project Red. <laughs> <laughs> They're both being outsourced to other companies. Ain't so uh, fucking easy, is it, kids? Ain't I've so never easy, once said is it's it? easy, first Ain't of all. Ain't so easy, I've is it, kids? I've never said it's easy. Nah, no, I'm fucking uh, And then there's Project Orion, which is a uh, Cyberpunk 2077 sequel, which I'm very excited okay. for. Cool. Damn, and that's a lot. That's a lot. They're opening a, a North American studio, and they want to do more uh tv and movie stuff with their properties that makes perfect sense considering how successful the witchers both the witcher shows have done the animated yeah. one and the live action one and, the and then edge runner as well yeah yeah and what sorry edge runner the cyberpunk uh anime as well oh yes sorry yeah yeah yeah. i haven't seen that i haven't seen that yet okay yeah. okay so there it is cd project red still doing things because of course they are Everything coming to Xbox Game Pass in October so far. It's a stacked list, everybody. It's Chivalry 2. It's Medieval Dynasty. Walking Dead, the complete first season. Walking Dead Season 2. Costume Quest. Coral Island. Is it a stacked list, or do we care about any of these? No, the first one I care about is Scorn. No, that, okay, Scorn, obviously, on the 14th, which is which is going to be one of those games. Either where we are, either I think I am going to play it, the day it comes out, I think it's going to be one of those games where Either 
it's going to go one of two ways. Number one, I'm going to play it for an hour. I'm going to say, this isn't very good, and I'm going to stop. Or I think we're going to play it for an hour. I'm going to go, this is very good. I'm going to come on the podcast. I'm going to convince Crush to play it. I'm down. I'm, I'm excited for Scorn. Uh, hats off to Scorn as well, being the only game I can remember in certainly near memory, if not of all time, to bring their release date forward nah, in a world uh, of insane delays. No, no, no. no. Um, Gotham Knights did that before Scorn did. So you can walk that back, man. Gotham Knights also got delayed four times. You can walk that back. So did Scorn. Okay. We're going to act like Scorn hasn't been delayed? I didn't right. realize. He's, right. He's 100% right. He's 100% right. Sorry, Crash. Crash, what? you know what? You know what? I hand over hosting responsibilities to you. That's not how this works. Carry that, on. I'm like, directly, uh, coming to Game Pass on this crazy <laughs> sequel to the hit game A Plague Tale. I don't know if there's a back title to it, but it is Plague Tale. After Crash that, is laughing too hard. That was the podcast. Norco, I take it back. I take it back. October 20th. Uh, console PC, I have no clue what game this is. Then Persona 5 Royal, the game that everybody should play, coming October 21st. This is honestly a huge one, and everybody should download this on Game Pass, even if you don't play it. Just download it. Just download it. Just download it. And then Gunfire Reborn on console, and then Signalis? No clue. On PC and console. What is that? Angle clue. Cool. So That's when, a good thing when... about Game Pass. A lot of surprises on there. Sure. And and a lot of stuff that I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to. But Fix, when I said this isn't that stacked and you went, no, it absolutely is stacked. What it, What is stacking this for you? A Plague Tale. A Plague Tale right. sequel is... is Fine. I'm telling you that the, the year that game came, the Plague Tale 1 came out, I'm telling you guys, I do not play stealth games. I do not enjoy stealth. And this game had me from start to finish. Loved it. Every minute of it. If you haven't played the Plague Tale, play it before the sequel comes out. I need to. Because you're not going to understand it otherwise. And I and that game with Persona 4 Fire, uh, sorry, Persona 5 Real, and even Scorn, which is a brand new game launching on, on Game Pass. Um, exclusive to Xbox? Question mark? Um, I think so. Yeah. Um, I think that alone is makes it a big a big we haven't had many exclusives day day ones coming out lately so very true very true um very quickly you say you should play a play tale innocence yes. before the new one comes out 100 percent. you know i'm a busy man i don't care how upset would you be if i watched like you know the, the like 20 minute recap somebody's probably made on youtube i cannot i cannot discourage you from doing that matt p i cannot I personally wouldn't because I really enjoyed the game. And I I think the thing about this game, again, I did an interview with a developer ages ago and the game just resonated with me, which it wasn't just the story. It was the gameplay as well. I okay. actually felt, I, I hate little kids. I'm going to keep it 100. I think kids in video games are usually really annoying. In this game, I wanted to protect my little brother, and I could resonate with that in a huge way. Now, okay. will you still get that in the sequel? I don't know. But I know in the first game, it was really, 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 really good. Okay. I think the reason I bring it up is I think about um, Hellblade, which is something I played this year in order to get ready for the sequel, um, and didn't really love 
thought the story was really interesting, thought a lot of the ideas were really interesting, but I do feel like if I played the first hour of the game and then watched a good recap on YouTube, I'd have been okay with that. Okay, let me start like this. How many hours have you put into Grinded this week? Too many, Fix. How many? Too many. How many? Uh, th well, this week, actually not that many, but, but like in the past seven days... Enough time that I could have completed Playtale Innocence. I played Tale Innocence 10 and a half hours to be. Yeah. That's two sittings, probably, for you. Yeah. Maybe three at a push? Yeah. It's all worth... Right, I think it's worth I'll playing. It. Again, you will know pretty quickly if you enjoy this game or not as well. Sure. So you will know if it resonates with you. You will know if the time settings resonates. You'll know if the rats, and there's a lot of rats, set. You will know. You will know if you enjoy this game or not. It's just okay. one of those games. There's not many times that I come out and say a genre of game that I do not care about, which is stealth, captured me in the way that it did. Go on, I just want to say that um, I know people have played this game and would argue how much they would use the term stealth for the game. I haven't played the game, so I can't make the argument. Oh, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's a stealth game. If not play the game. Not gonna make the, I can't make the argument. I'm just telling you what I've heard from people. I mean, okay. I respect it, but it's a stealth game. I've, to me, I've, to I've, me it I've was heard played it as a stealth game. I've heard it described more as a puzzle game than a stealth game. Yeah, there's puzzles as well. There's puzzles as well, which I enjoyed. But it, it's a, to me, it was a stealth game. The, okay, put it this way. I never got stumped on any puzzle. And I don't enjoy puzzle games either, by the way. So you're mixing two genres that I usually do not care for too much. I know you're not arguing. I'm just saying. Um, and saying to you guys, before the sequel comes out, you should play it. Finish this podcast and play the first two hours. You'll know. It's on Game Pass. Ain't going to cost no. you a thing. It's worth it. You've convinced it. me. You've convinced me. Um, I'm going to pick one of these next stories yep. to do before we finish. And it's going to be a new Need for Speed is getting announced. Yeah. They've tweeted NFS 2022 reveal Thursday, 8 a.m. PT. So actually, by the time you listen to this podcast, it's already happened. And you're going to ask, Are you oh, why have, why have, uh, I did enjoy the last Need for Speed game they put out, to be fair. Now you're going to say Fixer, what's that, what was that one called? I don't remember. Um, yeah. But I do remember EA sent me a copy. I remember playing it through and I actually did enjoy it. Um, I, I, again, I only care about Need for Speed if it's an Underground 2 remake at this point. Like, yeah. And that wouldn't hold up either, by the way. I enjoy Need for Speed for about like two hours every time I play it. And then after those two hours, it's like, I've had enough. That was a fun time. I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's a good thing that you have Xbox Game Pass and you can play Absolutely. a 10-hour trial on EA Play. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> facts, like, everybody. Facts. Yeah, I remember beating the story mode. Like, story, the story wasn't great, but I just, I don't know, man. Racing games for me are... I enjoy arcade racing games. We don't get too many high-quality ones anymore. Um... And to me, Need for Speed is nostalgic for me. Like, I remember me and my brother sitting on our bed at 13, it's on my bed at 13 years old, finding out what a dump valve was and being like, I still don't have a driver's license, by the way. But, but by saying, oh, yeah, 
Me and you, we're 100% going to get cars together when we're 18, or I think it was 17, actually, and we're both going to get spoilers and dump valves and went for a whole little boy racist like arc in our heads. It never came true. But, yeah, it's very nostalgic for me, Need for Speed, so that tells you how old I am, I guess. I respect it. I think whenever a new Need for Speed comes out, I just wish they would make a new burnout. And that's kind of what I dwell on for a little bit. And then I forget either ever existed until the next that. thing. I respect that. Moving on to some of your questions then. The the Christ? I'm going to go with the Christ, who I think is new. Do we recognize the Christ? I, I don't know. This question is a few weeks old. I will say that. Fair enough. I'm going to slightly reword it, but I think I'm going to get to the, to the to the crux of what you're after. Do you think Marvel's Avengers could be saved if they release characters quicker and kept releasing characters? No. I don't think I it was, can be saved. <laughs> I was going to say maybe. I, I think this is where you rewording the question doesn't do it a lot of justice because this question was, would it be more of a re relevant if they release characters quickly? And being more relevant today and being saved are two different conversations, to be Fair honest. Enough. Fair enough. Um, I think the answer to both is yes. I think if I, like... Every time a new Disney Plus show hit or whatever, they were like, and you can go play She-Hulk right now in the freaking game if you want. Cool. I'm in. I, th I think the answer is no, because I didn't really see people talking about the fact that you could play as, uh, what's her name? The woman she Thor. I forgot. Oh, uh, Jane Foster? Jane Foster. No one cares about Avengers anymore, man. Like, I I'm sorry. I know pe people do care. There are definitely people that care. But from a widespread, you, there's nothing, I don't think there's a single thing that could be added to Avengers today that could convince me to go back. I bought the game, I bought the game on multiple platforms to play as Spider-Man, and when Spider-Man came out, I didn't care. It's a good point. Spider-Man came out, we all know how much I love Marvel, how much I love Spider-Man, and I didn't go back either. But I almost went back a couple of weeks ago because the TikTok algorithm, I must have watched one all the way through. And then the TikTok algorithm was like, oh, you like this shit? We're going to serve you four or five videos from this one creator who basically just makes super OP builds in in it and is like wiping people out in like one hit and shit. Um, and so I kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole on their TikTok and was like, my finger was hovering over the button to reinstall. My question is, do you credit Marvel Avengers with that or the TikTok algorithm with that? It's a good point, Crash, and it's definitely the TikTok algorithm and that one creator. But then I, but then I was like, oh, shit, maybe people actually care. And then I realized, like, most of the videos had, like, no comments and maybe, like, 12 likes. And I was like, oh, no, I've just... I'm I'm deep sure in the <laughs> deep in the algorithm well right now. Uh, nobody else is here. Nobody else is excited for this, which is a shame because the content was good. Yeah, but good isn't good enough. Like I'm, I'm not saying the you game how was many good. Hours. I'm the content. No, but was good. The, oh, the TikTok content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, just when it comes to Avengers, it's just like good isn't good enough. I think the problem also is that. From the outside, and I don't think this is what happened internally, but it seemed like they killed Marvel Heroes to make this game. Yep. And I don't think it was as good as Marvel Heroes. Nope. 
I think it was a bigger budget game. I think you can argue the campaign was for sure better than Marvel Heroes, but the overall game, the grinding of characters, the gear system, the ability system, all that stuff didn't feel as good as it should have felt. As well as like there was no real reason to grind out these characters. I hate you, Crush. What? I haven't thought about Marvel talk. Heroes. I Marvel Heroes purple time. thingies. And that game was so good. Like, I know I got to it late is the problem. But, ah, oh, that, yeah, oh, man. Ah. Oh. Makes me sad. The, the K-Rise who asked this question cries, one, wherever you drop this question, drop another thing and tell me how to pronounce your name. Two, let me know if you're still playing Marvel Avengers because... You might be the only person that we know who is. No, I know Bob, you, Bob, shout out Bob Duck and Weave. He makes Marvel Avengers content. Hence why I know for a fact there are still people who care. That's why I know there are people who it still is. care. And his content is doing very well. And shout out to him. Congratulations to him. But ultimately, again, if Spider-Man didn't bring me back, there's nothing that could bring me back. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's true for most people. Moving on. Oh. Little Smitty says, with Google Stadia shutting down, do you see a world where there is a Stadia box that goes head-to-head with Xbox and PlayStation in the living room box market? Nope. Absolutely Sold their not. studios. What did surprise it, me about that announcement was that they're refunding people. I don't think they had a choice. This is what I was wondering. I was half wondering if there was something in some T's and C's somewhere that said, we're going to keep this service running for X amount of years. And they're like, actually, guys, let's just refund everybody and fuck that off. They but that just really surprised me. The, they gave away the controller and the dongle to people in the end. After charging people and had to refund that as well. Like, no, yeah. they, they, they didn't have a choice at the end of the day. There was, there was nothing they could do. Um, did you see the story that came out about the guy that played the 6,000 hours on Red Dead Redemption? On yeah. There? yeah. That's and heartbreaking. Rockstar are pretty much like, they're pretty, we don't let you transfer save files over. That is heartbreaking. Yeah. That's six. I know. Was, oh my God. Yeah, I know Destiny and a whole bunch of other developers are like, yeah, we're going to work on helping people transition their save files and stuff like that to the best of our ability. That I feel so bad for that dude. Uh, but that's also like, why, why were you playing on Stadia? Did you see that Google also passed up a Death Stranding sequel? Was it particularly Wait. a Death Stranding sequel? I heard that it wasn't like confirmed what the game was. Oh, okay. I thought it was confirmed. That it, it was, was a Kojima game. Yeah. Well, even well, that? Yeah. So my theory, and this is, I'm going to borrow Matt's tinfoil hat a little bit. Uh, Kojima talks to Google, tries to get something specifically because he wants to make a game with the cloud. You know how Kojima is sometimes. He's like, I'm an innovator. I'm going to create something new. He wants to make something in the cloud. Google's like, yeah, no, we're good. We're going to work with some of our own studios and make nothing. And then Kojima goes to Xbox and like, hey, you guys got that cloud service. Can we maybe make something? And that's how that happens. I do like that. There's no, there's no way that Kojima's Xbox game is cloud exclusive. No, it didn't. no, it just has to incorporate cloud. Right. Okay. I didn't say, yeah, I don't think it has to be cloud exclusive, but it will utilize the cloud in some sort of way. Do you think in a similar way to Grounded? In, the, in its shared world idea? No, that's not clouded. That's I think not, it is clouded. That's, 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 no, that's, that's not the same. Yeah, that's yeah. not the same thing. That's not what I mean by cloud. 
But that is creating a network. shared world that would not be possible without the cloud. True. Yeah, but that's not grounded. Because grounded is possible without the cloud. Sure. But that's what I mean. Like you, you're talking about yeah, this big yeah, yeah, element yeah. of the game being the cloud. So it's sort of like, like that. what they talked about with uh, what was the game that came out forever ago when the cloud was first a thing and they were talking about it very heavily. Uh, but I think it was Crackdown. Crackdown <laughs> but actually utilizing it in a successful way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something along those For sure. lines. For sure, Kojima played Crackdown 3 and was like... No, no, I'm not saying no, Kojima was ended up, It ended up not working out for Crackdown. So yeah. Not, I don't even think it's that. Maybe that's how they, they've got him in for the selling point. I think, ultimately, yeah, I, whatever. Well, Spencer no, works magic. No, well, we've Matt, seen how he I, does PR statements. Yeah, no, Matt, I do not think there's a chance. And I think Google are done. Google yeah, are yeah, done yeah, yeah. with gaming. Well, they are... We have YouTube. We have Google. We have we have things that work. Stick to what works at this point. They need to go get their YouTube streaming service for gamers sorted. Like no, like Stadia. Stadia is such a huge failure. Such a huge failure. It's ridiculous. Do you know the really disappointing thing? Um, from when I first used Stadia way back when, and this was when Immortal Phoenix Rising had its demo, so before the game was even fully out. Comparing it to XCloud at the time, I actually preferred. Stadia. Google Stadia because mm -hmm. like the technology and everything behind it's really good and a whole bunch of developers as well have come out saying like oh we use Stadia to develop our game and do a lot of work from home and stuff like that so like the tech there is clearly really really good it's just Google just sort of fumbled the bag um, and part of a way it's very difficult for them to do because you need games for a service but part of them part of it's also like Google being Google and not really understanding um, the gaming marketplace, I feel like. Dude, how was Stadia not £20 a month? Yeah. For everything. That's yeah. all it had to be. Yep. I agree. Yep. It's yep. a shame. Sarah Squid says, What are your thoughts on the new Gears of War trademark? Some people are saying it's a reboot. Some are pointing out that it could be a tabletop or card game. What do you guys think of the super vague trademark? If it, what is the trademark Gears of War? It's Gears of War, yeah. Um, I don't think it's the trademark, uh, because of the type of trademark, I don't think that would qualify for a video game. So I don't think it's a reboot. Uh, I would argue tabletop board game sort of thing. And I'm in. I'll buy it. That's a lie. I've, I haven't even bought the Resident Evil one yet. That's Resident Evil no board game. The Resident Evil Two board game. There's but, multiple, but I just don't have the oh. space for board games. Is the problem? But yeah, ultimately one day I'd buy it. Yes. Tabletop could be not necessarily a board game, like tabletop RPG, right? Like like a Dungeons and Dragons, but Gears of War, an official thing. That'd be fun. Yeah. Could be. be fun. Cool. Could be. We will see. Origin Cookie Man says, "I'd love to see some kind of meta game." challenges that uh challenges that the team does on a semi-regular stream what what am i reading this wrong crash this must you be don't. like a suggestion you're not reading wrong this is yeah because we had the uh topic about um doing the tournament situation again yeah. on the podcast like two weeks ago so this is in relation to that right sorry so 
one of you read it to me, please. Crashed it. <laughs> I got it. I'd love to see some kind of metagame challenges that the team does semi-regularly on streams and then extends out to the community. Winners could be decided by community vote. Example, grounded. Let's say you set down markers and share uh, share worlds. What if Matt created an obstacle course and you each completed to you each competed to get around in the fastest time? In TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, you can throw enemies out of the screen as a kind of finisher move. Could complete could compete to get the most throws or a photo mode comp. What do you think? What I do you like, guys think? I like what you're going for. I think from a content creation point of view, I think that the obstacle course one perfect. Yeah, great idea, fantastic idea. If Matt P worked for my Xbox and me full time and had time to do this, unfortunately for us, we only get a certain amount of time to do things. So I love the idea of doing a, a, a live stream and then someone in chat going, yo, set a challenge, yes. But when we build ideas, we have to build it around what is going to get clicks, unfortunately. And that is just how I, the job of a content creator, that is where it is. Me and Crash had like a really long talk about this last yeah. on Sunday about how we're going to change the way we structure our content in the new year in a big way that that comes down to the podcast let's plays live streams everything we're going to restructure the way we do everything um so bear with us i don't think it's a bad idea but just remember matt p's on holiday every week and works a full-time job crash gets up at five o'clock in the morning to make time zones work i f i stream full-time and then do this podcast it's a lot of work that we've got to figure out I will say for this idea, one thing that might be might work very well for it. Um, if Halo Infinite Forge is actually good and people jump back into that game, because there are a lot of like map created games for that, for like obstacle courses and a whole bunch of different type of game modes, that that could be a cool series to do. But that also relies on that game being sexful, successful enough to make content around it. Or oh, sexful. I love that too. <laughs> I'm sure Forge Mode will have plenty of sex. <laughs> As MC Fixer would say, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Uh, Twitter, my Xbox and me Twitter page. Fix will give me the logins at some point. Uh, my Xbox and me YouTube page. Leave comments and oh, questions. The and then the Discord. I told you like three weeks ago, I don't have the login because I got a new phone. Okay. No problem. Uh yeah, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. Um, what have I got to plug this week? Not much. Not much, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash myxboxandme. Um, yeah, man. Keep keep supporting the podcast. Drop some goddamn reviews, please. We've been waiting for a new review since, like, January. Please. Yeah. yeah. Please. Jesus. Come on. Somebody. We know you've got a great, great lost uncle somewhere. You can somewhere. go find in the woods. Please. We're waiting. We're waiting. Matt? Uh... I would encourage any listeners who don't often get in touch or have never got in touch to drop a question. It's lovely to see somebody new in the chat dropping a question about, about Marvel Avengers as well. Oh, God, it could have been so good. One day, maybe. Uh, and so, yeah, if you're, if you're new around here, if you're a lurker, drop a little question. Cool. We love you and appreciate you. Thank you all for watching this week's My Xbox and Me with four different hosts. Until next time, we'll love you, leave you, and see you all later. Goodbye. Love you, bye. Bye.